Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 287. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Mordechai Yitzchak Ben Yaakov Kaplinsky. Whoa, <laughs> the full thing. Look at that. You can find me at turnersparks.com. I'm on tour right now through, uh, I have new dates now for the Bay Area, for Northern California early next year, November, uh, January 17th. Just booked them like five minutes ago. They're not even on the website yet. And uh, I'll be in Australia. Uh, let's see. Sydney. Com- no, what's it called? The Sydney Comedy Store for two weeks. I'll be headlining wow. last last two weeks of January. Last week of January, first week of February, I believe. Uh, go to TurnSparks.com for all that. You can find Kaplan at Kaplan America on all social media platforms, except Kaplan NYC. If you want to buy real estate property in the New York City area. If anybody needs real estate in all of Long Island City, all of New York City, come to Kaplan NYC. Hit me up there and I will. Uh, I'm here. If you have any questions, I can do. And you specialize in COVID positive uh, clients, right? Because all these other real estate agents in New York, if somebody has COVID, they're going to turn you away. I don't going to say there's no room at the end. There's right. I'm like the Statue of Liberty. I accept everybody. Look at you. You're sick. You're anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Bring. I'm very desperate. When I'm a big shot, I'll start discriminating. But right now, I'll take anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You literally take anyone. Anybody. So I need business and no mask. You have a strict no mask. You're an anti-masker. So you have a no mask. What does that even mean? Nobody wears a mask anymore. Well, no, but you're not allowing it. You know, some people do. You ride the subways in New York. Some people do, but you're not allowing this. I don't ride the subways, but yeah. And Trump, uh, (laughs) people who are voting for Trump 2024, that's you specialize in those people, right? Early voting. People who are early voting. Only. (laughs) Yes, sure. They have to show you their ballot to be able to show me your ballot. Yeah. You have to vote it for Lee Zeldin today. And I will. I will give you one percent off my very specific New York City (laughs) reference that 99 percent of New York City won't even get. It'll be dated tomorrow. Go ahead. Uh, (laughs) Kaplan on the podcast today. We're talking about Israel. Mm. They just had an election. uh, Their fifth election in four years, I believe. (laughs) I think three years since 2019. Uh, This is the fifth election. So I'm not even sure if this matters, but, you know, we'll <laughs> pretend like it does. Um, Any excuse to talk about the Jews? We'll take well, it. Well, 71% of people voted. So then therefore it does matter. For, but we're going to find out why. Because from an outsider's looking in, if they're going to, if there's another election in three weeks, we're not covering it. We're no, done. We, we, we can't. collect the last, every election, the last five we well, cover. We're well, like, that's going to be a big deal. And then they're out in six months. These so, countries with parliaments, they're doing it probably to get us to talk about them on the podcast more. Like, they fool just me once, shame elections. on you. Fool me five times. It's probably <laughs> my me. fault. Anyway, we're talking about that in just a minute. We have a great comedian uh, from, uh, from Israel coming up uh, to tell us all about what's going on over there. But Kaplan, before that, we are part of, uh, no, we're not. Screw the other people on the network talking about we need money for this show the way to support us is <laughs> patreon.com slash lost in america i know what you're gonna say you're gonna say you guys run ads we hear those ads mm, yeah. we hear them no they barely pay us anything let me tell those you that are, much. our sponsors are the biggest bunch of cheapskates we have the worst asian on planet earth they, they yeah. the person says hey 
we'll give you $19 for three months of ads. And our agent says, that's a deal. Done. And he takes 10% then. And then he, he takes a dollar. He's getting a buck 90. <laughs> so now we're down to $17. We got to split it between the two of us. We got to keep the lights on. We're trying to turn this whole thing into a TV show. We need money for that. Yeah. We need money for uh, other stuff. Just give us money. money for food. Food. Yeah. Money. We had a listener say that you guys need to stop promoting your Patreon show because not everyone wants to hear you anymore. They no. say once a week is enough. We don't need to hear you three more times. He said, don't flatter yourselves to think that people, they like this show, but they don't need to hear more of you. They don't need to hear more <laughs> of you. But what they might want to do is just support you to make your TV show, to do other things. And so we can keep getting these guests to come back. And so yeah. that's, so now so that if you love pitch. this show, even if you don't want to listen to our amazing Patreon show, you can still give us money at patreon.com slash loss in America. Yeah. $5. And I need to ask you all again, one more time on the air because it's, it's getting egregious. Can you hear the drilling upstairs? No, we don't. Okay, hear it. great. Well, if the audience can hear it right now, I apologize. They're drilling. They're building an entire apartment upstairs using only a drill. So it's been going on for a couple of weeks. I would have been your real estate agent. I would have made sure that it was never happened. But anyway, <laughs> moving on to today's. Oh, so you can go to patreon.com slash lost in America or just go to lost in America Click the link there. We will also have a merch. Our merch will be up over there. We've talked enough about that. Kaplan. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. Moving on. Five dollars a month is all it takes for us to keep going with this show. That's all we need. Five bucks. All right. Now moving on. Let's move on to Israel. Israel. Uh, so they're they're having a they just had their fifth election in three years. Uh, Net, Benjamin Netanyahu, a.k.a. BB, I learned one time recently on our podcast, was reelected once again. He's back. Yeah, he was out like 17 months ago or something like that. Yes, he took I think a, a year. Yeah, he took a quick vacation and he now he's back. You go ahead, Cap. Well, I mean, it was exciting for me as a Jew who just was sick of Netanyahu that they finally got out, rid of him. I was excited that there was like a coalition that had some Arab parties involved. It sounded like a great like advertisement for democracy, for Israel in general. Great PR. Well, we should be wait. We should be a little more specific there. So what he got replaced with was a coalition. We should tell the yeah. people that there are always coalitions. It's a parliament. These parliaments uh, are. But I, I was going to say a coalition of people from all different walks of life. It was basically not like we just have never- the Jewish. Israelis, but yeah, all, all type, all colors, all stripes, all breeds. And then what happened a few days ago is the country said enough of that. No, no snap back, back to, to reality. And they didn't just do that. They back went to reality. But yeah, it, it's these coalitions and you form governments and they just snapped back. We're like the, basically the ultra, ultra Orthodox, the hard right of Israel, which I don't know if you're aware the Jews can basically be like the flip side of, an, of a Nazi or sort of, we can be very far right too. So they've got them in, they've got re- like Jewish supremacists. That's the word I was looking for. So they've got some them their major part part. So it's a little scary. Those are uh, now they just won the Jewish. They won. It's the similar. Jewish- we did an is- Italy episode a few weeks ago where the lady who won her whole thing was Italy is for Italians. It's not for other people. Yeah. And now this is kind of a similar vibe, right? It is. It is a similar vibe. And I'm hoping that that the good news about this is that it's a podcast. I want to my whole dream is to go to number one in Israel. I want our podcast to go. We're number two in Algeria right now. We're number eight in Germany. I don't like that. I want to be number one in Israel. That's my goal. I'm hoping that at least something good of this far right turn for Israel is that we've got an episode that's going to get us there. So Okay. our guest today is uh, Yochai Sponder. Bam. You nailed it. Nailed it. First try. Stand-up comedian in Israel, uh, tours the U.S. quite often, has a great show that you can watch on YouTube called Funny Monday. They've done 82 episodes. They have in- they do English language stand-up comedy in Israel to a local crowd. And uh, and it's killing it over there. He's um, tours all over the world doing international comedy, doing comedy. Very funny, man. I want to start here. What did we get right? What did we get wrong on that uh, little synopsis of what's going on? And also... 71% of people voted. So it seems like people do care, but if it's the fifth time in three years, why should everyone care? Exactly. We're going to be doing this all over again. <laughs> Two weeks. Welcome all, to the show. Uh, Fred, yeah. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me and all of the manners that you guys do uh, in Israel. We don't do it. Uh, manners. <laughs> I, yeah. Manners. That sounds, uh, you know, the funny part that I didn't even realize till this moment, if you're pro Israelis or not. And I like that. Uh, oh, <laughs> good. beginning of your monologue. Uh, but uh, as I'm opening the, the show, the, my stand-up show, I'm saying that, uh, 
I wish I, I'm, I would have sex as much as I'm voting, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's so often, man, this is, this is crazy. And, and sometimes people think like, it's very important, go to vote because every vote count, you know, it's very, this is your right. And, and I, I figure that maybe too many people voted, you know, maybe too many, we should <laughs> less people. 71% is too high. Yeah, it's yeah, that's too many people. Too the percentage of the population that should be voting in any country is it's not seventy one percent that are smart. Exactly, <laughs> this is not democracy because what democracy says, most of the people like uh, the the minor the minority like most of the people opinion matters, right? That's what you say in democracy. Yeah, that sounds good. But, mo- yeah. but most of the people are stupid. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, the problem. Well, That's they the pr- thought what they need to up, they need to make it a little more difficult to vote is the issue. Cause, cause originally <laughs> the idea was, well, you have to be able to read the ballot, but you know, 5,000, a thousand years ago, most people couldn't read. So that was easy. That made it. So it was only <laughs> yeah. Kings and Queens, <laughs> but now it's like, it's almost like you should have to co- like learn to code first or something. <laughs> you should know two languages. Maybe. Yeah. They should have it in a foreign language of some sort. <laughs> if you want to vote. Exactly. And you know, us Jews, we're reading, we've been reading for, for thousands of years in a world that now, no, not, everyone could so yeah this is why yeah that's a good point also i want to say a lot of people you know a lot of people say we are a nonpartisan podcast we don't have one side or the other but it's it's genuinely not because i'm trying to be like slick it's just i'm ignorant as to everything that's going on (laughs) so you can't tell if i'm pro-israel or not because i have no opinion um i don't know what's going on and i'm I'm very I might be pro-Israel, but I'm a journalist first, so I have to, you know, I have to hold back on like all other topics. Yeah, I, I gotta be lefty before I'm pro something. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not. No judgment, man. It's really hard to understand, but you know, it's good that you manifest that you uh, show that uh, you said that that there were ministers, Arab ministers in in the government. And people don't know that when they're saying we're apartheid. They don't know that we actually had ministers in the government that they are up and uh, that's part of the. Yeah. The apartheid cool. thing. I don't know if that's caught on this. Yeah, idea. That's a far left thing. Really, I was, in America, but, yeah. it's a small percentage of people who believe that and they're far left politicians and students. It, it hasn't swept the nation. I don't walk around the streets of New York with everyone saying that Israel's an apartheid state. Um, yeah. even when I tour and, on the road in Texas, even less, oh, I they mean, like Israel more in Texas than they do. Yeah, here, but yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, so, I don't even know if it's a compliment, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I, I happened actually in London once this, uh, British girl approached me and she was like, you're from Israel, right? She told me, you guys are, are colonizers. You occupizers. You are apartheid. <laughs> yeah. I told her you talking, you know? <laughs> I mean, a British girl, seriously. Yeah, I mean, why why we speak English if I'm the colonizer? You should know Hebrew. Yeah. Speak your language. You know, people in India didn't wake up one morning all of a sudden. I think I'm going to try no language today. No, someone did something very bad, you know? Yeah, the Brits. Not, yeah, it's not me. They don't know That's Hebrew. Why we, speak should speak English. we should be speaking Hebrew here in America, if you guys Or we should be speaking Native We American learned from tongues. the British, too. I mean, my gosh. So, uh, yeah. So with this election, so what happened? There was, I think, was it uh, 2021? There were these riots, right? That kind of led to the previous government. There was some race riots or something going on. What was all there was like in in mixed Israeli Arab towns, right? Is that what we're talking? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of mess uh, here in the country from uh, three different directions. It was the... uh, a political thing it was uh there there are investigation against benjamin netanyahu about the uh, allegedly stuff that he did uh and you know so the country were turned to pieces and and then you split them again i mean if you think imagine that to four pieces and then you split those four to half and make it eight pieces because of covid mm. like anti-vaccines and vaccines so, so it's eight pieces, basically. It was fun. What was the question? <laughs> were that, were your, led, well, I have a follow-up. Were your aunt because in New York, anti-vaxxers pretty much aligned very closely with people who also disliked the Jews. I'm speaking specifically Kyrie <laughs> Irving for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> was it the same over there? Or could you be anti-vax but I don't pro-Israel? think it would work that way. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think I follow conspiracy theorists, and and it's nice to see how, like, in some ways, sometimes they lead to the fact that is a three or four Jews control the world, and yes, these most are in America the guys that control. So, you know, I mean. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, it's like I, I enjoy it to think that maybe they're right. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we're that powerful. Oh, it would be great us. if Sometimes, they were right, right? Yeah, it's a compliment yeah. in a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe if you take this conspiracy to the very end of it, like from the source of it, that maybe God really picked us and he gave us the power and the wisdom to, to run this planet mm. and maybe we really do it, but we're doing it for you. I mean, you don't yeah. want to bite your hand. We are your, even if you're Christian, Muslims, no matter what you are, we are your ancestors in a way. So yes. let us, let we'll us just, work for you and manage you and, and pay us. That's you a good think point. Wouldn't the Patreon show be better though? Wouldn't the Patreon show be doing better if we were controlled, if Jews controlled the world or? <laughs> well, when they say Jews, yeah. they don't necessarily mean you <laughs> specifically, Kaplan. They oh, might mean yeah. other Jews. But <laughs> I, I think it is a good point. I mean, when you're a kid, you let if you guys are the parents of the Christians, you know, I, I first of all, it would be great if the Presbyterians controlled the world. No one's saying that. No one's running around saying that. So I would be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then if you're the, if yeah, you guys no, are, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you know, it was just trying to understand this. It's a delay, so I picked a moment that would look good to interrupt. But Jump it, in. it was a delay. Uh, Kanye said that Jews controlled the money, mm. and and then he lost two billion dollars two weeks after. So mm. maybe he's right. That's what you're saying. So maybe he's right. <laughs> but I know so many Jews that they didn't have two billion dollars. Yeah, that's the issue. We, we should. We and should did you? Wrong. I'm assuming you all just got a direct deposit into your bank accounts after that. That two billion left him and went straight to all of you. Is that what happened? You got like a thousand dollars each. Well, we had to pay our fees as elders of Zion organization that we all belong to. <laughs> yeah. Once fees and tax and all that stuff's taken out, it's, you know, it's yeah, pennies. It's not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, it's, yes, it's not. So the coalition, what, what went wrong with the last one? Cause it sounded great. It sounded like you get a little bit of everybody a li- yeah. and everyone gets a little representation and you put it together and then you know we all dance off into it, the sunset. It was like a hard right member benefit. It was an Arab, yeah. What went wrong? Okay, yeah, Cap, so, you can break down the demographics of who they were. So yeah. what's going on in Israel? It's like if you imagine Israel versus America in terms of left wing and right wing. So in America, it's more a social thing. It's less. You guys don't have uh, things on the border. You don't have a, a no. strict enemy that threaten you. You don't have these things here. Uh, there we have uh, actually terror attacks once in a while, and we every time we have, we have to deal with uh, the politic issue from from the security point of view. So it right. creates a very uh, big um, group of people that they believe, and you can judge them, but I, I understand them also sometimes that we believe that we need to um, to fight back stronger, right? And these people are the, the right wing, right? Even the, the, the center, right? They're more like, guys, we need strong government that uh, scares the other side. Um, and these guys are the, the right wing. Sometimes, once in a while, the left and the center combine together and they make a government. It's, it's not lasting so long uh, in our reality here uh, with what's going on. And Benjamin Netanyahu is... Uh, He's a very charismatic leader that he's, uh, he's been doing this for 12, 13 years in the, in the last time. And now I think he's going to do it for more like, I don't know how long. I mean, he was also he, doing it in the 90s. He was, uh, he's been around for a while now. He yeah. And he's away. really yeah. lovable. I mean, half of the country don't like him. The other half obsessed with the Is it a language Hebrew. thing? Is he more lovable in Hebrew? Is that the issue? Because in English, uh, I don't find him that lovable. It really? Oh, what, what do you what do you feel about the, when he speaks? I have a, I have a lot of jokes about him that is uh, that even when he lies, people are like ah, like you know because we Israelis we lying too, so we appreciate his, his lies also. Oh, that's liar. what it is. They good, appreciate the good liar. <laughs> yeah, Cap. Like, what is your opinion good. of him? I don't know enough, so. I mean, I think in the beginning when he first came about, maybe I was more like conservative in general when I was younger. That too, like more like. But in the 90s, I liked him. I think he seemed charismatic a little bit. But then he just, I don't know. I guess I turned on him when he came to it, when he was like, 
I thought that I, when the Iran deal happened and he came to America and he spoke to Congress, I just found it very, I don't know, swarmy and backhanded. And then I don't know, as time went on, he just seemed more and more. And then you start reading about all these scandals. And it seems to me he almost wants to be in power just to get them to change the law. So he's whatever. Explain what you're talking about, Kaplan. Well, he was accused of what was he accused of bribery. Uh, He was showering. He had all these gifts. Like what what was the gifts he was getting like champagne for his wife or jewelry? There is allegation that he uh, he had like a billionaire friend that they asked him to buy them. The the Netanyahu couple, they asked him to buy them things and they, a lot of cases that they investigated, they're falling. Other cases, they get more complicated. It's a lot of stuff that no one really knows. This is the thing with the, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to defend him. And I also don't really know what happened there. Right. So I, sometimes it seems like, oh, my God, if this shit is true, this is horrible. But you, you don't really know, you know. But yeah. I, so he had, um, well, we're, we're jumping around a lot here, but I guess we'll we'll. We'll get to him in just a second. I want to start here with the the co- the last coalition government. So what went wrong? Like why you said the coalition governments don't I mean, not the coalition governments where they bring in a lot of different types of people, all different races, all different things. But you said they don't last long. Why did this one not last long? So it's a lot of little pieces of parties that they're they combined together. Sixty one. You need sixty one mandates to 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 have the right to lead because this is the major because you have 120 uh, mandates. Right, it's a majority. So, yeah, so the majority, uh, sorry, I, okay. Uh, the majority was, uh, you know, it was 61. Uh, and and they have all very small pieces of party. So you want to move on with the schedule of the government. And every day they are difficult because the 61, they don't agree with a lot of thing, things together. So the government break because... Stuff like that. And, and it happened kind of fast, but no one believed that it's going to last a year and three months. You think it, it was fast? We were surprised that it lasted that long. A year and three months. And because yeah. if they only yeah. have 61, I see what you're saying. Some of it, there's like an Arab Israeli part of it, right? There's a the couple Arabs different Arabs who yeah. live in Israel, yeah. the actual Arabs who are Israeli. And then there's the, so, so these sides who typically don't agree at all have to agree if they want to get the majority. And so it's hard to get anything done. So when a when a when a coalition falls apart like that, and the government falls apart, how does it fall apart? Did like what are the mechanics? Do they just decide like okay, we're all done, start over, or does somebody kick yeah, them out, or what happens? It's um, it's like you want to vote for a, you want to petition a law, and then you come to vote, and and you have a crisis in the government. So you actually, in Israel, you have to be active in the government every day. If you're saying, okay, I'm not part of this government anymore, so you can drop the government. Oh. It's, uh, uh, maybe I'm not explaining that. So if you don't vote well, for something is there, that the government wants to do, you're basically out? If you're, not, if you're keeping not being part of the, of the government, you can also vote. You can also uh, get uh, fire yourself from the government. You can just yeah. go away from the government and actually you know that you're going to cause it to fall because you're the one out of the 61. And then it's like, okay, we need to close the business. And then they uh, announce new election and they have three months to be permanent government. And they don't have any power to do nothing. Wow. That's so three months, really nothing happens. So when you come yeah. into office, ideally you want to come in with like 70 or more. So exactly. that if one or two people leave, it doesn't do anything. Or like exactly. real and yeah. like real people you actually agree with on things. Like you like la- it seems like the last people all got together. Like we had the never Trumpers, a few of them, but this was like a real like never Netanyahu moment, right? Where they just said, We don't like each other, but we hate Netanyahu, so let's get together. But that can't sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sound like that. And they were like, we don't like each other, but we hate him more than we like it. Or we right. we hate him more than we hate each other, so we can work together. Um, personally, if you want my personal point of view, I we think do. politics, it's exactly like when you book a flight and you know, when you arrange place to your feet, you know, you arrange your place. You say like, I'm going to sit in the first row of the plan and then, you know, this place. And then the, uh, what's it, what's the name of the flight tender? She comes and she tells you, listen, in emergency, you're next to the door. You need to open the door and help people. They get out. If they want to like, and you tell her, listen, hon, I'm not like, you know, I, uh, I'm the most selfish person in this 
plane. Yeah. Uh, I booked the flight for my, my feet. So if shit hits the fan, I'm getting out, no. you know? <laughs> I took care of myself. But like, fuck them all. I'm blue, 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 swimming away from here. <laughs> Who you? So this is politicians. They took care of themselves. And then like, yeah, we're going to okay, but It's not happening. It's not. Right. They don't care about you. All yeah. over the world, same thing. Um, it doesn't matter, man. We just need to be kind to each other. And that's how we, that's how we beat the system. To not hate the others mm. and it's funny because a friend of mine is a very famous uh, rapper in israel uh, i met him today and we talked about jesus actually that he was a nice jew even uh, yeah <laughs> right he was a nice the... jew <laughs> that he was he said, he's a good like, jewish guys, boy yeah he yeah he said like guys mother. we all we all feel the same pain well like if you hurt me you hurt you if I hurt you, I hurt everyone. Like, we're yeah. all one thing. And they said, like, oh, okay, we like what you said, but we're going to nail you to this. You know? I mean, it's not... No one liked that opinion. So yeah, he, he didn't play the political game well, I guess. Exactly. He wasn't a savvy politician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they blamed, they blamed us. They blamed His the coalition Jews didn't last. No, he, had a, he didn't have any women in that coalition. From he needed more than 61. <laughs> Yeah, that's a yeah yeah one of our one of our great. We've had some good Jews, so there you go. He's one of the greats. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They yeah, blame no. the Jews that we killed him, but nah. he didn't kill Jews. We never the Romans. Just, yeah, yeah. And we only showed the Romans where he was, but we didn't touch him. <laughs> no. He's we don't use a hammer. We don't use hammers and nails. <laughs> He's behind the couch. Exactly. You know, it's not our style to nail people. They pretty pretty nailed it. They pretty much nailed it. The Romans don't. Uh, the Romans they don't take enough like. You know, uh, blame for killing Jesus, right? Because exactly. they did kill Jesus. <laughs> we really overlook it. <laughs> exactly, and and they didn't have religion back in the day. I think they, they were uh, well, they were like pagans. pagans. What were they? Yeah, they had something. I don't know. I, Lots of gods. <laughs> yeah. So what is so uh, multi gods? A part of this this coalition. I mean, the, the new group that came in with uh, Net Net Yahoo as the head. Uh, for what we read, part of it was to restore Jewishness to Israel. And I, as a total outsider, I don't even know what that means. Can you, what are they not saying you agree with it or you disagree with it, but just what does that mean? Jewishness. The only example I could find was like, well, on the Sabbath, you're not allowed to take public transportation. Are they open? Yeah. Like but what, what are the other things so, that go in like little details like that? So I, I think what you mean is that when you have two, we have a lot of religious uh, vote holders in the yep. government. So they get to make the, the rules of, of the religious point of view, um, which is what you mentioned and a lot of other stuff and, and gay people will be pushed aside, obviously, for whatever uh, they will make a decision what it means. Um, but it's more, it's more headlines, right. And, and titles now and, than actual thing because the government didn't even stand up yet, but it seems to be more like extreme, right. Religious, uh, government and more, uh, Jewish values, stuff like that. Uh, holidays. It's listen, I, it, it's moving from right to left like this for, since the, uh, the country founded, founded, I would say. Yeah, some of the, a lot of the founders the were not founded. A lot of the founders yeah. weren't religious, right? I mean, a lot of the early, you know, like Theodore Herzl, obviously, is not a founder, but the original Zionists and a lot of the other early Zionists weren't religious figures. So, but they was a uh, Jewish state. Yeah. So that's been the tough thing from the beginning, right? right? But you're right. But back in the day, even if you weren't a, a religious Jew, you were way more than than today non-religious people that they were right. really like. They have, sometimes they don't even have any connection to the actual uh, rules of Judaism. Hmm. Uh, so it's it's getting very lefty sometimes, and sometimes it needs to get back very right. And it, it's not um, it's not a question of Jews or not Jews. It's a question of uh, how you want to design the principle of the of this country. You know, right? Uh, because so it's, it's like Jewish and yeah. Yeah, sorry. So it's you can't uh, no public transportation on the Sabbath. What are the rules on bacon? <laughs> are you allowed to eat bacon? 
This is the, the answer. How you answer this decides if we do a television show one day in Israel. It decides <laughs> if I'm if I can go because Turner's I, not going to a country that has no bacon. I'll tell you I that. Can, I need bacon. And I have seizures if I don't eat bacon every day. <laughs> the show will fall apart. If you get no. It's like Popeye and spinach. You need this bacon. Are they going to outlaw bacon? Uh, I didn't hear anything about that, but I think it's disgusting. Uh, and there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why it's not in the Jewish menu, not only because uh, uh, fade. Listen, uh, a lot of diseases that happened back in the day killed a lot of people. All right, now we're going too far. You're going to say because of bacon? No, no, I want to. He just says a nice thing about about Jesus, so he's allowed. All right, fine. This is full on Uh, propaganda. (laughs) Imagine thousands of years ago that a family members of someone came to visit them and they see the whole village dead. Yeah. And only they see a few tents uh, next to the, like, next village of Jews. Yeah. Thousands of years ago, and they're alive. Yeah, and they think they poisoned them, right? Yeah. They put something in the water, did something, but it's not. We we just, you know, we washing hands in the religion, mm. washing hands before food for thousands of years. Very OCD that, religion. Yes, we like yeah, wash hands exactly. a lot. A lot of times. That's in the in the pre-COVID. Jewish rule. Yes, pre-COVID. So, I mean. <laughs> So it, I mean, it's uh, this is our anti-Semitism, uh, anti-Semites. Uh, so you're saying uh, that they didn't germs. poison the people next to him, but those people just all ate bacon and died? No, I'm saying they wash. <laughs> I'm saying they washed their hands, so they survived the germs, but they didn't survive the people that they Got think it. they killed their friends. So they, how many they, happy they birthdays them. do you guys sing? <laughs> when you wash I your think, hands, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the origin. Um, uh, so what else, cap do you know what the other ones are i would like i, I am well curious. i mean is it affecting like i know my brother lives in israel and he got married his wife's israeli so he got married in america because even she's not religious at all she's like a communist i'm allowed to say that i think so she like whatever Rock the comes. party is one of the parties that i think didn't get in there didn't win <laughs> she votes they vote for uh and so they got married in America because I think the rules in Israel, it's always like the government has control over the like the marriage laws, especially if it's foreign converts or like foreigners. Right. So it wouldn't be recognized as a Jewish wedding if Fire. there's like a conservative government, if it's not religious enough. Am I getting that right? So this would affect like and obviously gay marriages. I don't know how those are. Is that are they in danger? I don't know. But um, they're doing a, an alternative uh, wedding. Yeah. Um, and as a comedian, you happen to, to do the ceremony a lot of times to lesbians and, and gays in Israel. Yeah. Happens a lot. Oh, what so about they can't non- get a rabbi. So they get a comedian. That's the, yeah. Most of the time, if it's like, you can get a, a an American rabbi that sometimes, right. you know, how uh, you call them, uh, uh, progressive stream. Yeah. Progress- yeah. I think, uh, that they're more, they going with halacha of, uh, of, it's a stream that accepts more options of, uh, Judaism. For example, As an American gay- rabbi, and a and a Jewish comedian are they equal <laughs> on the level of Judaism? Yeah, yeah. Like, Actually, can you get yes? Yeah. Like, if Jerry Seinfeld is going to marry you, that would be the ultimate. That's that's like the holiest or something. <laughs> Why don't you know where your yarmulke? <laughs> Do you take this woman? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what takes so long? Uh, can can Jewish people in Israel marry non-Jewish people, and is it recognized by like the state? Right. That's that's a great question. I um I'm not sure, but I yeah. think uh maybe yes. Maybe yes. Maybe who we don't know. We'll find out. But they do what the, the new government though does set rules about these sort of things, right? That's what like that's um like, so on. that's the thing. It's a lot of uh headlines and and uh, you know they wanna sell newspapers, mm-hmm. right? So they always uh, they scare you like this is what's uh, gonna happen, you're not gonna not, do these, these like, but you know, in real life, it's not really everything you want to do. You need to have three times uh, agreement in the in the government in the Knesset, the facility that you yeah. have to agree on, uh, and they voting to it. So every new rule, a law, it's it takes time. It's not that like oh, from now on we got elected, you guys are all fucked. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, like we're way. reading like there's articles about this guy. What's his name? It, Itamar Ben-Gavir. Is that how you pronounce it? Itamar Ben-Gavir, yeah. yeah. He's in the coalition and he's the guy who like goes into Palestinian town. He like he's the Turner. He's like the go to guy 
for defending when Jews like do like terrorist attacks on Palestinians. He's like the Johnny Cochran yeah. lawyer. He yeah. always defends them. Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Always defends. And he goes into Palestinian towns sometimes and incites violence and carries a weapon. And oh, he's wow. in the government and he's got crazy ideas. And they, the way the newspapers here write it, it's like, well, he is going to get them to do these ideas, like an ID law for like a loyalty oath or something like he's got. But What's I a think, loyalty oath? Right. You have to be you have to be loyal to the government. Is that what he means? Or to, to stay a citizen or. Mm. Uh, but I think what you're trying to say is that, like, that's not going to happen because you've got to get the rest, even these other, like Netanyahu won't go for that because he knows. Exactly. And this, the mainstream always wins. And if he will get to the mainstream, uh, this guy that is very extreme, um, I think it's, it says something about what's going on here. It's very extreme. It's very like, uh, but it's also sometimes he said things that is kind of, is making sense. If you're not loyal to the country and if you don't want, you speak against the country, I don't think you should uh, sit in the government. You know, with this, I, I agree with him. To support people that killed innocent, uh, intentionally, that's mm-hmm. terrorism. No matter right. what your religion, no matter who you're fighting with, to go, because he supported this uh, Baruch Goldstein. He had a picture of this in, in the living room. Bauer Goldstein was a doctor that got into a place and uh, killed innocent. He's he a killed Jewish. a lot of it Palestinians yeah, in like the 90s. Yeah, right? it happens very, very few times, like two times maybe in history of Jews. But it happens every other uh, month, other way around, that Palestinians right. killing us innocent. There's a lot of stabbings, you know? obviously, right? That's been exactly on the streets. Exactly. Really so great. when you expected from them to say that it wasn't okay to, you know, to uh, to apo- not apologize, but to say that they're not supporting that publicly, you you expecting from them to say that the, the ministers and stuff like that, but you supporting uh, other Jewish terrorists, this is uh, kind of not cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of but, a lot of other stuff that he's saying sometimes, sometimes makes sense, but it feels kind of crazy. He's sometimes. the wrong messenger, though. I think for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess um, so. we got to take a break, yeah. guys. We very quickly we are part of the world's smartest podcast network. That is us, uh, Lost in America. That is the political orphanage with Andrew Heaton. We, which Kaplan and I are We're on the show this week. We just did a hit on the show this week talking about Ruby Kaplan's uh, eight, eight, eight year old third grade daughter student council election. And he, yeah, it's, you got to go listen this week. And he promised she can be back as a guest. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And that is also uh, the Majoring in Everything podcast with Dr. Andrea Jones Roy. And I want to give a big shout out to a podcast you should not listen to. That mm. is my this one friend with Andy Curtin. He's got a new podcast, former podcast guest of ours, great friend of mine. I thought allegedly when he and I started a comedy club together in Shanghai, worked together for years, been friends for 12 years. And he opened episode one of his podcast by telling people that uh, our show was boring. So (laughs) right back at him, his show's boring. He sucks. Don't listen to him. Uh, don't, yeah, don't, whatever. Don't subscribe. It's called, what's it called again? I don't remember, but this don't one subscribe. friend, he goes, Hey mate. Cause he's Australian. Hey mate, I got a one friend. <laughs> and then he just outs all their darkest secrets for the he next gossips about his one friend. Yeah. He tells about, Oh, I knew this guy 10 years ago. He used to cheat on his wife, but and like, that's it. it. It should be called burning bridges. All these, uh, listen, anyway, don't listen to him. You had this one friend and you don't listen to his podcast anymore. So. I got, I had a one friend. Yeah. yeah. You've got a better podcast. Friendship's over. He co-hosted uh, this episode of the show once. And I think we got to delete it. It was the worst episode on planet Earth. <laughs> We're definitely deleting it. All right. And now a word from your local sponsor. All right. We're back. Thank you, local sponsors. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so part of also the new government coming in, not only were they say they're going to make it more Jewish, but they, they, from what I read, there seems to be like there was um, uh, people felt scared of the previous government. Is, is that true at all? Did you feel like unsafe to go because there was Arabs in the previous government or something that it was now unsafe to go around the streets? Or is that again like a um, extremist media thing, kind of? Yeah, it's like times. 
Were you scared in the Black Lives Matter uh, uh, thing that happened? You, were you scared to walk on the street? No, no, right? No. So that's here they said that it was very scary. The oh, they oh, told, they said that we people? were all scared to walk on the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so I was, but of... only because I'm always scared to go out. I don't leave the house, so I'm just scared. Kaplan's yeah. a racist, but for everyone else, <laughs> no, we weren't very scared. <laughs> I just don't like to leave. So you're saying so when there was the the because there was some rioting which you mentioned earlier, and that you're saying that people weren't. It wasn't like something that affected your day to day life or anything like that, or that. I mean, I don't, you live through that. You, uh, you you live your life. And sometimes, you know, there are some stuff that happens here uh, so often that unfortunately we get used to it. So I don't know if it's uh, to hear that someone tried to stab someone and they took him down and he killed a person or two people. Unfortunately, it's something that happens too often. And you hear it in the news and like, uh, hey, Han, what do you want for dinner? Yeah. Well, it's, Israel's done such a good job of like stopping terrorists. Of, like, you also, don't you have a dome or something? What's it called? The Iron yeah, Dome. But That's it, for shooting down missiles. That doesn't stop knives. Yeah. Can you tell me how that works? <laughs> why, why the Iron Dome is not stopping knives? They're, they're from iron also. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, the Iron Dome, it's kind of crazy. That's what, you know, I have a bit about Iron Dome that I'm saying, how can people still blame us that we, what, like, like we paid the most expensive weapon and the cutest weapon ever invented? It's the Iron Dome. It's a, a rocket emits the rocket in the sky. You know, if I'm throwing something at you and I'm telling you, try to hit it with something, you know yeah. how hard that's going to be? You know yeah. what crazy technology we invented to make like billions of thousands of millions of dollars yeah. for a, a rocket missile. And they still think we're the bad guys. We're basically saying no ego, only the rocket, rocket and rocket. And you, you fine. We don't touch you only the rocket. And still we are the bad guys. So now we walk on the next generation of this weapon, the iron cake. It's uh, a rocket who turns the rocket in the sky to a cake. The cake keeps following to the same direction where the rocket came from. Relocate the tail is from the sky lands with a special parachute on top of his lap. By the time it lands, it writes his name on top of the cake with a special cream that we invented. Hello, Muhammad. Like me. We're so sorry that you got mad. We hope you forgive you. Please accept this cake as a compensation as your terror attack. We love you. Don't forget we're cousins, bro. Peace, IDF, love. And then they're still going to blame us. You know, the BDS, they try to raise the sugar level. They do it on purpose. They want to cause diabetes. <laughs> Moh- say Mohammed's gluten-free. <laughs> yeah. You know, they failed us on purpose. Yeah. So uh, we're really trying here, but uh, it seems, I know, it seems sometimes we, I have we an don't idea. know English. I, I have an idea. I think we're now the bad guys because we don't know English. You don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. It's hard. So this Iron Dome, what it does, it's not actually a dome. It's just rockets that shoot other rockets out of the sky only right. when you're being yeah. attacked. When Hamas you said it's is very expensive. Yeah. And you said, how hard is this to do to shoot a flying object out of the sky that's coming at you? Well, I happen to be the nephew of a one Uncle Keith. <laughs> and Uncle Keith, my uncle in New Mexico, he has 33 guns. Last time I checked. And he's a professional. He's like a prize winning uh, skeet shooter. That means they shoot. He lives in New Mexico. They they shoot like a clay, a piece of clay, a clay cylinder in the air. He shoots it with a shotgun out of the air. He just won the national competition. He got 100 out of 100. They shoot 100 in the air. He shot all 100 down. And then he got into the finals. And then in the finals, he shot 100 out of 100 again. Won the whole thing. Wow. Get all this technology. Just hire uncles Keith and his friends. They will shoot the rockets <laughs> out of the air. Man. They'll do it for half the price. Stop outsourcing to technology. Yeah. Hire humans. Yeah. And I'm sure these people would all actually love to do this, too. So, so yeah, that's uh, that sounds great. Uh, is he a, a redneck? Nah, he's not a redneck. He's just a good it man. sounds... He's just a man it with, a, with a very good redneck. He's a small <laughs> business very owner. Redneck. <laughs> oh, um, but so, but then because there's such a good, uh, like you were saying, it's such a good system, the Iron Dome, that now they've resorted to stabbing attacks. Right, that's what they commonly do. So it is oh, that they blame the last government for that. Is that what for not for what not? So, you know, security? people with interest. Yeah, people yeah. with interest will blame the government before. 
this is a nice game that happens also in America. You blame the government yeah. that helps you to manipulate the situation always. If you from this side, you blame this side. They both blame each other and they're both right. I right. mean, the government that blame the other government, they're both right because they're both fucked up. How did you, I want to get to comedy a little bit. How did you decide to do comedy in English? What, and what led to that decision? Cause I would assume most people do not do it in English, right? Yeah. Yeah. The most comedians don't do it in English. I don't know. I don't know. At some point you realize that comedy develops in, in, in so many levels, some different ways. And, and when you're doing it only in your own language, you staying in, in your own culture level which in Israel right now is mainly uh, about differences between men and women sometimes. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say that this is Maybe the level of the like comedy. But yeah, I mean, it's not... Listen, you know, escapism, when you want to only entertain the crowd, it's great. I love it. Sometimes it's very funny and it's very it's nice. But I think we should have more flavors of comedy. And I think... Uh, you should have that, and you should also have, uh, like for example, stand up about, about politics, uh, stand up about um, I don't know uh, uh, social subjects that are more matters right now uh, in the in the life that we're living, and uh, and I think that's what led me to to do the research and to find more and listen to what happens uh, in my profession fashion all over the planet and and this kind of led me to start uh, to go on stages in, in america and understand you know understand the scene better and it, i mean it, it sounds like what you might be describing is a little bit hack the comedy if i'm not saying all of it but if it, if it's I, I i started in a scene a comedy scene in china where there was no there was no comedy scene before so we we're just doing it and we we're doing it in english mostly but a bit in chinese but um it was because everybody was new. The first place you go to is like Chinese people do this. Foreign people do this. And then and then also it gets a big applause because everybody goes, I do do that. I am like that. But you're not saying anything about yourself. You're not actually looking into yourself in any way at all. And it took for me performing outside of my local scene and then going around Asia and eventually the U.S. and everything to build into what I would deem as like a real comedian. Did you find you find that helps also traveling? Uh, first of all, yes, but I want to tell you that I'm not sure you even understand how amazing what you're doing in, in a country like China, that the freedom of speech is so important everywhere. And especially in places like China, I don't even know if, if like in 10 years, you will understand what you did there. If you started it there, yeah. uh, and people will start to say what they think freely in, I don't know when, but this is something, it's a seed that you plant there. I, you know, that's very good news to China. What you just said right now. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. You. That's, that's fucking, that's big. You know, it's big <laughs> because they're shutting, they shutting the network. They're shutting Facebook. Sometimes that like different opinion are not super acceptable sometimes. And, yeah. and comedy, this is the, you know, this is the guard of democracy. This is the guard of, of free speech. The, the, you know, not even they. We're talking a lot about thousands of years ago. Um, so the clown, the clown, the first clown that the king couldn't kill him. Mm. That's the first time that comedy kept of that. But he heard everything that happened in the kingdom. The gesture. And he told the those gesture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and he told those things in the little shows that he did in the in the backyard. The people that want to hear what's going on, he uh, did like he did it smart. He did. Uh, you know, a little skits, but he kind of told them with comedy what's going on. Be careful. Don't drink the water next month. Don't do this, that, you know, like with jokes. And since then, till this very day, that's our, I mean, this is what we should do, you know, like to, yeah. in the face, I'm going to tell you what's going on, but I'm going to say it funny, but you want to say, well, rappers, man, we're doing rap. Yeah, I mean, it's tr yeah. all the way up to like the only guy who could attack uh, uh, Frank Sinatra was Don Rickles. 
He was the only person who was allowed to make fun of Frank Sinatra without getting killed by the mafia. (laughs) And and he could say anything he wanted to Sinatra's face on television and nobody else could because he wasn't scared of him because he was funny and he could get away with it. And Sinatra liked it. Exactly. And, you know, it's and it's no one can kill the funny guy. No one want to fuck with the funny guy Uh, unless you're in a places like China or Russia. Mm-hmm. Or places that you're not allowed to. So that's what well, I'm telling you. You you're doing amazing. <laughs> Thanks, man. I mean, the good news is, so uh, we started it in 2010, and by na- now they have stand up. It's more Chinese language stand up has become huge out there. They do roasts on TV where you roast celebrities. Wow. I actually did one with Donnie where they had me. I was at Donnie's uh, comedy club, Stand Up New York. I was upstairs in the, his studio, and he was filming me. And we were, I was roasting somebody in Chinese that then got put into Chinese TV. Like they spliced it into the roast, like, oh, an American comedian, like, you know, zooming in essentially 400 million people watched it. Damn. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of nuts. This thing Donnie and I did, but, um, well, thanks man. I appreciate it, but I am interested in your, your shows. So you said it's become very popular and all these American comedians come over and do it like, uh, Elon gold, Godfrey, some other people, right? That's that's. Cool. We had Jeff Ross in the show, Jessica Kears on Ellen Gold, Godfrey, Avi Lieberman. You probably know him from. Yeah, the, I know Avi. Yeah, uh, which is actually he gets the tours of uh, comedy for Kobe to Israel now. Three comics with TV credits. They're traveling the country. They see what's going on, and then they're going on stage and talking about. So he got these guys to, to do it's the like show birthright, also. but for comedians. <laughs> yeah, is what exactly. he does. And you don't have to be Jewish. So Jimmy Schubert, how I first heard about it, a good friend of ours, Jimmy, Jimmy Schubert. Schubertstein, <laughs> Jimmy Schubert did it. And he essentially came back to America. Jimmy Schubertstein. I saw him right after he came back and he's like, Israel's the best country on planet Earth. And here's why. <laughs> and it was Avi Lieberman took him over there. Butch Bradley did the same thing. A number. Yeah. Of and, and they're getting back so excited for so many reasons. And yeah. that's, you know, for me as an Israeli, I, I, like I couldn't be more thankful for, for this project than like, this is amazing. And also I'm hosting a show that they can actually say whatever they want because in comedy for Kobe tour, they can, it's a, a lot of religious crowd in I'm my show. Ask they how can, religious are the crowds? Yeah. Can you joke about they're you, you very just, tight? You self censor, you know what not to say? Yeah. Yeah. They're right. tight. They're tight. And in my show, they could care us and they could be like whatever they want. So they, they come to, to do funny Monday, like with a, a boiling <laughs> sense of, you know, exploding, yeah. Really Send Ari Shafir over Turner for Ari. Do you um He's, do you do shows? Ari, uh, I met Ari two months ago in the in the comedy cellar. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd like <laughs> yeah. to have him on the show. Do you do comedy yeah. with uh, Arab comedians in Israel ever? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have our friend here that is. I have two uh, comic Arab friends. Uh, that they're doing jokes mainly about the fact that they're Arabs. And so this is their act. Like right. uh, I, I need to get back home fast because they're closing stuff like that. Like it's not like, like about racism around the fact that he's an Arab and he's performing to Jews. Very aware right. of the fact that. It's, right. Yeah. Right. Bless they you. Per- do they perform in Hebrew or they perform in English? Hebrew. Or? Okay. No. He does Hebrew and Arabic, uh, and he performed Hebrew to Israelis and Arabic to Arabs, Israeli Arabs, not versatile, uh, fully Palestinians or something like that. So in in closing here, do you think that this government has a chance that will stay for a while or is this another like six month thing? I gave it uh, a year and a half. Year, the oh, new that's one. more than the last one. The, the new, new one. one. Year and a half. Yeah, that's how many seats do they bet. have? If 61 is the, the minimum. Do you know how many they have? They're talking about 65 or 67, something like that right now. Okay. okay. So, which gives them a year and a half. How did Netanyahu <laughs> stay? Because you said the first time he stayed in power for 12 years. Is that right? He yeah. He's like the master of these coalitions, right? He just how did kept he keep finding, it for 12 years? bringing different people in, right? Every time it'd fall apart, he'd... Is that how it was? Or? Exactly. He's a very smart. In Hebrew, we say uh, combinato. Combinato from the word combina. Combination. combination like he knows he knows how to build things together he know how to make 
yeah, you know how to give you the feeling that you are the most important person in the room, but deep down there, he knows that he thinks that about himself. So it's always like he knows how to manipulate the, the others and you always believe him because he's super charismatic and he's a smart person. Also. And he comes Doesn't from a family of, I mean, his brother was a hero, a war hero. Yeah. His father, his whole family was like, I mean, it wasn't yeah. his grandfather was like a fanat, like a, I mean, he was just very smart. Like he's got a very interesting family history. So everyone knows yeah. he had this advantage, but he does seem to just know how to survive like ultimate survivor. Right. He just, he's, they're not, he's no, if you say Trump's never going to jail, Turner, Netanyahu's not going to jail. He knows how to, for yeah, whatever Trump's he did. Never going to jail. And this guy's, yeah. I don't know. The band will be back together in 2024, Trump and Netanyahu. But uh, I did want to ask, <laughs> because we're speaking of Trump, we did an episode talking about the Abraham Accords and how, Trump, you know, brought Middle East peace that no one gave him credit for. Wasn't it his son-in-law? What's that? Yeah, Kushner. Well, Kushner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump. Oh, Kushner didn't get the credit for it. I know he did that. Yeah. Well, has that? Have you traveled? Has anybody? Have you ever traveled to any of the countries that Israel made peace with? Any of the Muslim countries? Have, have you know anyone who's come back and forth? Or have you done comedy anywhere? Or has anybody you know? I has know, it led it to anything? Has it led to anything? Is right. Yeah. Short of that. <laughs> I have friends that uh, that uh, went to do some comedy shows in Dubai, and uh, their stay was very nice. Uh, the, I'm not sure. I actually met. Palestinian guy that he emigrated to Dubai when he was a kid. I met him in Scotland. So I know some stuff about Dubai uh, from him. Uh, it was fun to, to talk to him. It's like in a legit, you know, uh, uh, place that it has nothing to do with both of our countries. But from his point of view, um, I, I know a little bit about Dubai uh, from my friends and from, from him. And, and it seems to be like a very amazing place to go to visit. And and this piece is very exciting, you know, let alone. Uh, I, I don't know why. I mean, people also suspect for, for different reasons that it happens and stuff, or all, all the conspiracies and all those things. But let alone this thing is, uh, it's very exciting to have peace with a new country that that we never had touch with. It's Morocco, it's the Emirates, it's uh, maybe Saudi Arabia soon. Yeah, that would be, that would be cool, huge, man. Saudi Arabia. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, you see yeah. these videos I've seen, Turner, of like Muslims and like religious Jews like dancing together because they're, they're all just men because they, they can't right. have women, of course. <laughs> but there's, Yeah, you know. But they're it's... like... So I'm picturing like maybe one day they do comedy, you know, a show. It's, it's like these places you never thought you'd visit or would, people would visit you but, or... But, you have to understand that we're like dogs and cats. We're cousins. Yeah. Like the dogs and the cats. Are dogs and They're cats cousins? cousins? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure yeah. if that's true. I don't think so. But... Can you look it up? <laughs> <laughs> wolves and tigers. or But I get yeah, the point. Wolves, wolves and, and lions. Uh, right. If you, if you want to guess. I'm going to Google it. Let's do this. I right. mean, go back for a right? I'm sure in the history of the world, a wolf has banged a tiger somewhere. <laughs> it's got a bear. A bear. I have a bit about it. The bear. The bear oh, is their father. I think you're right. Cats and yeah. dogs are both of the carnivora order. Their last common ancestor lived about 42 million years ago. Oh, there we go. We're, Thanks, we're closer man. than 42 million years ago. Abraham was closer than that. So Ishmael and all that. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, the Jews and the Gentiles? So, the Jews yeah. and the Muslims. Uh, but yeah, the Jews and uh, Gentiles too. We're even closer to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So right. if dogs and cats, if dogs and cats can live together, now you see on Instagram that they figure their fight out and they're the same basket sometimes in someone's house. <laughs> so I'm sure Jews and, and Arabs can be good friends very soon in yeah. the day that the Arabs will understand that they are wrong. <laughs> as a journalist uh, I'll let you say that spo Sponder, thank you for doing the show man thank, thank you guys. so much if you come so to New York fun. I host a show at the Friars Club every month I'd love to have you on that'd be great really? you'd be a big, hit. You'd be a big hit there you'd be a big hit yeah. at the Friars Club I can tell you that much so um, I'm uh, in February book me on February okay oh, done done right. we'll, we'll do it cool. in February I'll give you and, the date all right. uh, once we're off air. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Thank Kaplan, that's it. What should we do? Hey, can I ask you, how do you say get lost in Hebrew? Because I didn't pay attention in Hebrew school. Do you get know lost? Yes. Can you say uh, that in Hebrew? Halach li'ibud. Halach li'ibud. 
<laughs> Alachlan Mood, <Lord>. everybody. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.